0: Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Boyven, here with my co-host, Laurel Holland. Thank you for joining us as we dive into how doing your inner work or the beautiful work is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. Our hope is to inspire you to explore who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to do with this one precious life, because when you change, the world changes and when you do your inner work or the beautiful work you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us
1: welcome back to beautiful work beautiful life i'm so glad you're here with us today thank you for tuning in thank you for being a part of our podcast life we love that you're out there listening to us and uh, we want to hear more from you so feel free to send in questions Laurel, how are you today? I'm so glad to be back together. I'm
0: so excited to be here.
1: And I love our topic for today. So let's jump right in because I feel like we need every moment to really speak into this to our listeners, because the topic is recognizing and using your gifts. And every single one of us has a beautiful gift to share with the world, many gifts to share with the world. So listeners, if you don't think that's true... We want you to know we're here to help you find those gifts and bring them out into the world. That's part of what this inner work is all about, right, Laura?
0: It is. And I also want to mention, if you don't really know what your gifts are yet, it's okay. Yes. You know, the increased awareness that you have gifts to bring to the world, just that will help you start to recognize
1: your gifts. Yes, I know. And I think when I think back on my journey to like feeling like I'm really like living into my gifts and exploring more and more of my gifts, right? The older I get, um, I, I really feel like most of us, many of us, I don't know, I don't know if it's most of us, maybe it is, I don't know. Some big portion of us, I think, are actually conditioned to not pay attention to what our true gifts are. We're conditioned to pay attention to Doing things right, being good academically, being good in sports, whatever it is, right? So we have all this conditioning oftentimes to to break through, to uh, really get on the journey of owning, recognizing, owning, using, exploring our gifts, don't we? Such a journey. Yes,
0: that's exactly my journey. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to talk about this. When I think how we are conditioned um, and how we're taught to improve certain skills that other people believe are valuable, oftentimes valuable to get a job or do well in school so that you can go to college and to get a job, to be promoted, maybe even to get a job in a, in a profession that is lucrative, right? Yeah. Those are the values that we're led to believe are important and what we should be focused on the skill building instead of tapping into our gifts.
1: Yes. 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 I love everything that you just said. Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, you know, it really happens from the moment that we're born, because our parents, you know, bring bring whatever conditioning they have around all of what we're talking about, into the equation as parents, right. And so unless you have some, what I would call fairly enlightened parents, right, who approach parenting maybe a little differently than what is probably mainstream, um, you probably right from day one might might not have been encouraged to use the gifts that you may have been uh, starting to bring forth it might have actually been squelched right from the beginning and so very early on you know especially if it's very early on we lose touch with that it gets sublimated into our our beingness and we we have to literally decide you know i want to find what my gifts are i want to get in touch with that i want to I want to move beyond that conditioning. And that is a journey. That's some work. And the only one that can do that is each one of us for ourselves, right?
0: It is true. You know, yeah. and, it, and it's not just parents. I mean, I, I know I have my own examples of teachers yeah. or my guidance counselor in high school, whoever, you know, the influences in my life, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it really does happen from a, a very young age that our, you know, sometimes I think about our spark, our fire is put out. Right. But yeah. let's talk for a minute about yeah. how, how do you define gifts? If, if our listeners are thinking, what are they talking about? What yeah. is a gift?
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, so the first thing I would say is a gift is, it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with your work. Right. Like I think a part of what we are Mm, I think because the coaching world has been this um, collection of people doing business coaching, executive coaching, as well as personal coaching, we kind of have, it's, it's almost like when you look out in the world, like this mistaken thing that your gifts are going to be the thing that you're going to use in your work, or that your work is going to be the gift that you give to the world, or whatever. And uh, so that's the first thing I just want to say that is when I'm defining a gift, it might not have anything to do with work. It might have nothing to do with your professional, your career life, or any of that. And yet, you might have gifts that you bring into that space that allow you to to be really good at what you do. So um, I think of gifts as The natural strengths and abilities that you have in your personality and in your character that um, when you cultivate them and when you explore them and really grow them, you make a positive impact in the world. I think that would be my my off-the-cuff definition of your gifts. How about you, Laurel?
0: I love that. Um, i I often speak to clients about you know discovering their gifts and talents and the gifts being um, I I often say god-given gifts mm-hmm. um, and I don't mean just God but the things that you know the the your abilities and and your strengths mm-hmm. um, that are so innate that you really came into this life with you yeah. um, that if they're not nurtured, then they cannot really come to the surface. But I define it as those things, those abilities that you are naturally good at, that, that um, there's an ease and a flow to the ability,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? That it just comes naturally to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the more that you nurture it and the more you explore it, y- you can improve it. But really, it's in you mm-hmm. is really yeah. h- how I, t- I try to describe it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. I, I feel like, um, you know, it's interesting because I like to use my writing as an example of the complicated relationship that we can have with our gifts because I didn't, when I, when I was in school, when I was in uh, high school uh, and really throughout my whole school career, right. I only got one C on my report cards, which is, you know, what we were given back then. And uh, that was in English. And I always struggled in the English classes of my high school life, right? And my and younger life in expressing myself, writing well. And what I, what I discovered as I started to journal and then start to write beyond journaling was that my gift of writing really came through my, my voice and my work of, of doing inner work with people and doing my own inner work. And I would never have seen that early on in life because it was, I was really too young to, to recognize that. And I wasn't encouraged to journal at a young age. So I didn't start journaling until my thirties. Um, like and- you <laughs> started so early, right? I have another girlfriend that started so early too, but journaling was like, I don't know what journaling is. Was that writing in a diary? I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: And and the other thing that struck me as you we were talking about that was, you know, often when we're being taught something like writing, mm. it doesn't writing when we're in school doesn't present itself as a gift because we're there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. That yeah. we're being judged a performance-based judgment from other people. Mm. And that I think completely yeah. Um, mask our gifts. Yes.
1: Right? Yes. Yes.
0: You know, wh- yeah. which is why, you know, I tend to think about gifts often aren't what we're recognized by the world for. It's really, you know, what, what is in us and needs to come through us.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, and what we discover within ourselves, right? It's our absolutely. own personal discovery. Yes.
0: Absolutely. You know, I have, um, I, my experience when I'm going to say it was not until perhaps 2017, 18 timeframe. Now, I was born in 1963, so you can do the math. I was Mm -hmm. well into my 50s before I really discovered what I consider my number one gift. And that is, connecting with other people. Yeah. And I, it was a gift that I was led to believe was not valuable, important, in fact, a weakness Mm
1: -hmm. through my whole life. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, so I may, I don't know if I've mentioned this in past podcast episodes, but you know, in eighth grade, I was voted class superlative, most like Ann Landers, which this. meant to me, I had a lot of good listening skills and some good advice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by the time I was 17, my mother, who I loved and admired and took the things that she said to me and about me, took, took them to heart. She told me that I was much too nice, that all my friends used me. So, right away, I took that gift of creating connection with other people and holding space for other people. I took it and buried it. Yeah, right. For many, many years. And it really wasn't until my own, you know, um, my own real reflection on what am I doing with my life Mm. that I started to piece together messages from other from people that told me and reinforced that that gift that i still had that ability that it was a gift that some people do not have and that um it was easy for me it felt it filled me mm-hmm. and so i really started thinking about can't believe i've di- i've hidden that all these years yeah. and the, so you know discovering your gift and letting it reemerge is just—it's incredible. It but is. we have to get—we have to get away from. How do other people that that uh, we respect and we look up to the influences in our life? How did they judge our gift?
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I know that 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 oftentimes, you know, because my story goes back to to the parenting, right? My dad saying. Oh, you're overly emotional. You're overly sensitive, whatever. And so that was always to me then became a bad thing. That was a problem to be living with and to be in a relationship with somebody who was overly sensitive and overly emotional. Right. And so to try to, then I started to try to control that. I saw that as a problem. So it was something that I wanted to hide. And in fact, it, as a, as a lead coach and particularly as a therapist uh, you know, this is these are the gifts that that we bring to the table to work with other people right is to be able to feel things deeply to be able to work with that to be sensitive to what they're coming in with to read other people's energy to like tune into where they are like all of that is like the the awesome skills right of being doing the work that we do and yet If you're conditioned early on to think that it's a problem in relationships, you shut it down. And I want to say, yeah, I want to say to our listeners, both men and women, many of the relational skills that many of us have naturally have been uh, dismissed as unimportant in the world. And what I think we're in the discovery of as we see the rise in the feminine and the changes that are going on in the world and the invitation to, um, I think, be more people-oriented, more uh, community-oriented, building culture in, in, in the workplace, we see that relational skills are, are highly important. And in fact, they're critical to the success of many experiences and particularly work experience as well. So um, I'm glad to see that the tables turning, so to speak, the tide shifting. And and those of us that do have really good relational skills are um, in a good place now to bring those forth and to explore them and to help help the world with our gifts, right?
0: As, yeah. as long as I'm gonna pull out this qualifier, as long as we can accept them as gifts Mm. and use them right we have to be brave courageous we have to own our gifts we have to be willing to view them as a gift I I just had a conversation recently with a young woman who has a need for order and structure she might call it control Mm. and and the The question of, it's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And I, of course, think, well, no, it's a gift. If you view it as a gift and know how to appropriately bring it into the world.
1: Yes, yes. And that's really the trick. I think that's the trick is what, number one, bringing it appropriately into the world and then bringing it into a place where it's also appreciated as a gift, right? Because I know for some people, um, you know, I think one of the blocks for us in developing ourselves is if we're in primary relationships in our life, as we're adults, right? where our gifts aren't noticed, appreciated, and endorsed as being valuable in any kind of way. So that we are remain in that state of not being able to recognize it, not being able to own it as a gift and finding the place where we can go use it and use it well. Right. So that's a, that's, um, I would say for any listener that feels like they are on the, on the, the path of exploring what their gift is and not feeling appreciated or valued in their primary relationship with an S maybe, um, that you, you really want to look at that closely because this is particularly for women can shut us down completely. Right, because yes, our relationships yes. are how we survive in the world and how we explore ourselves and grow. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: really important. But um, you may have just opened up a very deep conversation <laughs> at this very moment. I'm gonna. This is a warning for our listeners. This yes. could be a rabbit hole of self discovery <laughs> here. But I also would encourage our listeners to to look very deeply at themselves, if. If their primary relationships in their life don't give them the room, the space, the respect to bring their gifts to light, yeah. is it because they personally, individually have not accepted that as a gift, right? And so, you know, this is a fine line between do we need, external indicators to give us permission to be who we really are
1: right right and we don't but oftentimes we as women mistakenly think that we do i think we right. see it more with men but that has to do with again going back to women's psychology and relational theory and the reality that Our psychology develops in relationship to other people. And so our relationships can really shut us down even more so, right? Than, than men. And that's just part of science, shall we say? The science of psychology.
0: Yeah. Of course. And, you know, I think that's really important because we are, we do as women, we live our lives in relationship to others, Right, and and we know we've talked about this as if our if the only relationship to others is is our driver, and not the relationship with ourself and others.
1: Yes, yeah, beautiful.
0: Yeah. Sometimes we get lost.
1: Yeah, and the pathway out of that is just what you said, right? Which is which is uh, beginning to develop a relationship with yourself outside of other relationships, however, you're going to explore that, right? And developing a sense of understanding and knowing and, and honoring what your own gifts are, regardless of what the outside world and relationships might be telling you. Yeah. And there's so many ways to do that. Isn't there, Laurel? To go out and explore, to stay in and explore and to go out and explore. That's
0: right. And, Mm -hmm. and not to have to leave existing relationships But find a place to bring your gifts where they're, and I believe this wholeheartedly, where our gifts are recognized is where they're needed. Maybe maybe our gifts aren't needed in our primary relationships, because those relationships have been founded on other things. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So much to talk about. <laughs> so many places to go with this topic. So um, I want to keep track of our time. Yeah. We are, we're kind of winding in towards the end of the episode. Let's, let's kind of see, um, let's take a, a breath, you and I, and say, okay, what else coming into the conversation did you know that, um, you know, for you was important to share with our listeners around recognizing and using your gifts? What anything else come up? Speech. Well, we
0: talked a lot about recognizing them and how to use them or where to use them. Mm. And I guess I would just remind our listeners that it is really a process. Yes. You know, based on my own experience, it's not as if I recognized it one day and I was using it the next day.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. right.
1: That, that,
0: yes. Not like a new blender. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> it,
0: it's, a pro- it's a process that you really have to grow into and, um, and develop that awareness. And then reflect on where is it needed? What is, you know, wh- what is the place and the value you bring to the community, to the world, to your relationships by bringing this gift to light, right? Mm, so be yeah. patient, take time. You know, maybe it's, it's a discover, reflect, grow, discover, reflect, reflect grow process. Love again that. and again
1: yeah well laurel i just want to say um that was a great i think suggestion even to our listeners right um discover what, what were the three words discover discover explore re,
0: um discover reflect Grow.
1: Grow. Discover, reflect, grow. That's great. Reflect, discover, grow. Those might switch around a little bit, but I think you're right in terms of, um, you know, even when I think back of uh, growing my work life as a life coach and as a writer speaking all of these uh, activities right it was discovering oh i, I that interests me i want to do that right that that seems good and then reflecting on that a little bit exploring it and then growing it through some education through experience through practice Um, So there's kind of a rhythm and a a process to this discovery, right, that we're talking about and this recognition and then using. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, great, great. So um, uh, for our listeners. What what about you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, When I think about, um, I think, I think it comes back to um, a couple episodes ago, we did a, a podcast on tuning into your desires or the last, maybe it was the last episode, um, is our gifts oftentimes are connected with the desires that we have in our heart for what we want for ourselves, for our, the world, for our family. So these can be clues too. If you're feeling like, well, I don't know what my gift is, or I feel like I should know more, or whatever, sometimes you might be uh, just calling it something else, right? Which might be your desire to see harmony and peace in the world, and so you oftentimes find yourself uh, volunteering at the food bank, or you know, whatever it is you're doing, right? That is connected to this idea of how you want to show up and how you want to share. Um, your gift with the world and your gift with the world might be in service and it's maybe small acts of service and um, connecting with others around that. So it's, it's, it's not like, Oh, this is my gift. And this is what I do. And this is how I do it. You know, I'm a writer. I write a book and I'm so gifted in this, like this, it might not sound like that. It might sound like something different. I just want to be a part of making the world a more beautiful place or more harmonious or, you know, raising the the consciousness around, uh, you know, women's rights or whatever it could be. It could be anything, right? It doesn't yes. have to be like the way we think about it. It's often like I always think of this is how we think about art. Art is painting. It's writing a song. It's, you know, and art is whatever, whatever you make beautiful and create from your own little hands right yeah so we want to broaden our our i think what my invitation is to broaden your thinking around gifts too as well
0: yes i think that's really important Uh,
1: uh well laurel i think it's time for us to wrap up for today but i will see you next week in our podcast we'll be back for more looking forward to it um anything else before we run off
0: no, just, this yeah. was a great, great conversation today, as I always.
1: I know. And I just feel like, wouldn't the world be so beautiful if everybody could, could recognize and use their gifts? Wouldn't that world be so much more beautiful and harmonious and exciting? And we'd all be called into, I think, and inspired into finding our gifts more and more. So let's go out there, everybody, and um, do the exploration. Find your gifts. Yes. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. and. Be brave and courageous enough to use them.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Enjoy the process along the way. Oh. Make it a joyful mm-hmm. process. Yeah. Yes. Okay, off okay. we go. Thanks, bye bye for now. See you next bye. time. Bye. Did you know that we're both life coaches? It would be an honor to work with you. When you're ready to dig into your own beautiful work, you'll find our contact information in the show notes. We're glad you're with us on this journey. If you're ready to dive deeper into the beautiful work, join us in our private Facebook group where we continue the conversation and support one another in our inner work. Thanks for being here with us at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. As you do your beautiful work, know that we're here for you. Are there topics you'd like us to explore? Send us an email. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. We're glad you're with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.